Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Lift up those hands. Lift up those hands. Let us celebrate this awesome God. Worship Him. Exalt Him. Tell Him how much He means to you. Tell Him how much you appreciate Him. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Receive our worship. Receive our adoration. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory, honor, dominion, and majesty we ascribe to our God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Jesus and him crucified. Jesus settles everything. That's all. He settles when I have him, I don't have any other argument. Every other thing pales before him. Because once you it's like your joker. Once you throw it down, every other thing will start to scramble for life. And I don't know what is more important in today's world without Jesus. I need no
that is the only thing you are going home with at this conference after this conference that you know that you know that you know that you have Jesus then you have got it made you've got it made thank you Jesus thank you Jesus enough struggles in life you don't have challenges in life i know that you have you've got it all made and put together as far as your life is concerned but i know me i know me if jesus did not die for me where would i be if jesus christ did not look from heaven and decided that look I should be among the saved where would I be I need Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for Sunday when we started. Thank you for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And thank you for today. Thank you for those, the lives you have touched all over the world. Thank you for all the speakers. Thank you for every instrument that you used. Different ministry arms. Men and women. Young people. Children. That you have used to make this happen. Thank you, Father. We return the glory. We just came this morning to say thank you. Receive our worship. Receive our adoration. 
in Jesus name a loud amen on your way to your seat turn to somebody by you tell him congratulations no you didn't put energy in it say it say it to about two or three people Amen. Glory to God. I don't know how we're going to say thanks to God. I don't know how we can say thanks to him. Because he has really been very gracious to us. And I want to congratulate every one of you. Both all those who are online and those who are on site I want to thank you so very much for all the support for for believing in this commission for your commitment and for your dedication I want you to know that it is not never taken for granted I appreciate each and every one of you thank you thank you thank you thank you so very much but let me quickly just appreciate few people. The, the Kingdom Life World Conference partners, if they are here, can they come forward with the planning committee? Let me pray for you people. You've done a good work. You've done well for us. Yes, come forward. Let me just speak a word of blessing over your life and those, those committee members I want to really, you know, these things don't just happen. There are people who work behind the scene. There are people who give. There are people who, some of them are online. There are people who give. There are, they go extra mile and sow their seed and uh, give their resources to enable us accomplish this conference. It costs a lot. And uh, on this note, I want to particularly celebrate uh, Reverend Ike Osuji. Now, celebrate Reverend Ike Osuji. Put your hands together for him. Followed by Reverend Oke, who took over from him, and then and uh, Reverend Chinedu down. Why? Because it was his initiative he said to me daddy we can handle this conference i know that each time there's kingdom life it takes a lot of it a lot on you and he the lord led him and he decided to raise partners who will be supporting the kingdom life and since then it has been from glory to glory come on put those hands together are you just looking Thank you so very much. I thank all of you partners. I thank all of you planning committee members. I don't know. I just, I don't know how to articulate the prayer in my heart for you. But all I can say is that if there is one person that God will bless today, it should be you. I speak this blessing over your life. 
in the name of Jesus Christ father may they never carry any load that is heavier than them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of a living God the God that lifts burden every burden that you are carrying let it be lifted today in the name of Jesus I bless you I bless you I bless the works of your hands I bless your family in the name of Jesus thank you father blessed be your name in Jesus name everyone shout a loud amen thank you so much glory to God I'm so glad to see some of our foreign pastors those of you who are pastors from our foreign countries churches can you come forward come forward with your wife and if your wife is here let me just pray for you I'm so glad excited to see you excited to see you glory to God Reverend Felix is from Houston, Texas, America. He's our pastor in Houston, Texas. Reverend Chuka and his amiable wife, they are the pastors in Ireland. Put your hands together for them. And Reverend Biodo is our pastor in our Dagenham Church in London. Put your hands together for him. And uh, Reverend uh, Remio Moshebi is from our Baltimore in in the united states baltimore church maryland put your hands together for her praise the lord who is the one from uh, the doba in south africa are you the one that he is the one from doba in south africa put your hands together for him reverend nonzo is from our kutonu church praise the lord and of course followed by his one of his assistants from one of our churches was a branch there in Kuton. What do you call it? Abba. Abba branch in Kuton. Praise the Lord. Put your hands together for them. Are you the one from Israel? You are the one from Israel. Okay. Apparently, do you know our pastor in Israel is the same father, the same mother, born by the same father and mother too to Reverend Chuka's wife in Ireland. That's why you should raise your children in the way of the Lord. When they grow, they will not depart from, from it. Her daughter is already at the very tender age. She interviewed me. Her daughter is on Facebook doing, I mean, she's doing things bigger than her age. That's the truth doing things for the kingdom bigger than our age so you see there is no age to which you cannot be effective for the kingdom can i hear an amen very important i really thank god for your your father did a good job and your mother <laughs> praise the lord where where are you from eh? 
Where? Togo. Oh, Togo branch. You are not the one in Togo now. That's why I don't know. Okay. I see our Togo branch pastor. Good. Praise the Lord. All right. Please stretch your hands towards them. Let's pray. It's not every time that we'll meet with them like this. And if you can stand, stand please. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we celebrate, oh God, let a new mantle fall upon these ones. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the nations that they are planted, we celebrate them. That nation will receive them. That nation will receive them. Their voices will not be silenced. In the name of Jesus, Father, I ask that your blood that speaks only better thing than the blood of Abel, let that blood continue to speak on their behalf. These ones will not weep. They will not lament. The dream of the wicked against them will never come true. You will increase them on every side. Grant, let their greatness never be aborted. In the name of Jesus Christ, your lives will not be cut short. Your lives will not be cut short. Your dream will not be aborted. You will not see any abandoned project. In the name of Jesus, I speak the blessing of God over your lives. In Jesus' name. Everyone shout aloud, Amen. You believe in Amen. Glory to God. How many of you receive key holders for 48 years? May that is not an ordinary key holder. May may doors of great things be open for you. I speak that doors of new things will be open for you. May no door be shut against your life. May no door be shut against your life. May no door be shut against your life. I will hear your testimonies. I will hear your testimonies. If you believe that, put your hands together for the Lord. Listen to me. Spiritual things are deployed through prophetic utterances. Never take every word we are speaking over you here for granted. Reverend Chuka told us, and you heard it, John 6, 63. It is the letter, the letter killer. It. it is the spirit that gives life. The words that I speak to you, they are spirits. And they are alive. You catch it. You catch it. You catch it because they are meant to work in your life. I mean, if you are listening to the testimony, the two testimonies that we had, the one from our palm sack and the other lady that gave free place, he said, they said they began to say the same thing we, they were told. The word works. Hallelujah. Wake up in the morning and declare new doors, new doors for me. New doors for me. New doors are opening for me. 
I mean, you can't, you can't understand the whole mechanics, but it works. Can I hear loud, amen? You are standing on a ground that I spoke the word and it worked. I only spoke the word and it worked. I didn't know how this building will come about. All I knew is that the word of God works. So I will come here every morning and raise up my hand. I mean, people, people who, who have been working with their life today, they will tell you. There is no magic. I'll raise up my hand and begin to thank God for everything we are seeing. Today, they are a reality. There is no prophetic word that I've spoken over your life that will be remain hanging. It will rest in your life. It will rest in your life. Glory to God. I want to encourage those of you who are still yet to have their annual Thanksgiving headquarters and I, I think it just mentioned also. Please take note of those days. Let's not be ungrateful to God. Let us come out in mass and give thanks to God. For this God is too good. This God is too good to us. So mark your calendars, headquarters on the 12th and the Jesha. On what date? On the 5th. You see that? Mark your calendars and be prepared for it. Don't just come casually. Be prepared. Because you are coming before you, you're the living God to express your love and appreciation for him. For all he has done for us. Amen. Pastor's meeting tomorrow, brief meeting is 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Hallelujah. All right. Let me just say one or two things. And then let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Going to speak on walking in exceeding glory. Walking in exceeding glory. Second Corinthians chapter 3 and um, let me do a little pretty long reading that because it will help you. Do we begin again to commend ourselves or need we as others epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? Ye are our epistles written in our hearts known and read of all men. For as much as he are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart, and such trust have we through Christ to the God word. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Who also had made us able ministers of the New Testament. Not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. But if the ministration of death, that is the law, the Old Testament law, if that's what is called the ministration of death, you say, how do I know? Because it is the only thing written in stones written and engraven in stones so it's referring to the ten commandments that was written 
which no man could keep and he's saying if the ministration of death written and engraven in stones was glorious wow even though they couldn't keep it yet it was glorious it has its own glory <laughs> so that the children of israel could not steadfastly behold the face of moses for the glory of the countenance with glory was to be torn away this glory the glory of that that they had was fading away it was not permanent it was not supposed to last he said if the ministration of death that could not last that is temporary had any glory <laughs> and that glory was to be done away with verse 8 how shall not the ministration of the spirit be rather glorious there is a glory that excels exceeds what we have ever seen what you ever read in the scriptures in the old testament for if the ministration of condemnation that's what the ten, ten commandments is meant to do condemn you it's not meant to tell you how good you are is to condemn you that's his assignment that's why when you read the ten commandments you are always seeing how would i ever be able to keep it because it is meant the assignment of ten commandments is to condemn you and is doing a good job at it ministration of condemnation had some glory on it he said much more the administration of rice standing <laughs> the the administration me and you are standing other is a ministration of righteousness rice standing the ministration of rightness never wrong before god never wrong i'm never wrong before god never never wrong He said, he said, that standing I have, it, it exceeds in glory. That standing that makes me never wrong, no condemnation, no accusation, no judgment, no guilt, no, no, no type of fear, inferiority, accusation. None of this thing can start before God. The devil has lost the battle. Can I hear loud, amen? He's called the accuser of the brethren. But did you know there is no accusation that he brings before you, before God now, that can stand? Even when you are wrong. <laughs> you see, we need a revelation of what Jesus has done for us. So that you can you can take all that god has provided put your hands on your chest say it i'm never wrong before god say it again say it again say it again never wrong
Brother Mike, are you saying that I don't make mistakes? I don't have struggles? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you are never wrong. Even when you blow it, you are still not wrong. <laughs> How does that grab you? Huh? That even when I messed up, I'm still not wrong. That's why it is the gospel. That is why it is called the gospel. Over the top, too good to be true news. And that's why many do not see it. That's why many are taking the broad way. Because for them, it's too good to be true. So they see it as a wrong way. Even when I blow it, God is still saying to me, I am accepted. No, he cannot say that. I must make myself, myself right. Ministration of condemnation has glory. Much more does the ministration of righteousness. The Bible says, by one man's offense, death reign by one much more they who receive the abundance of grace and the gift the gift the gift of righteousness shall reign in life second corinthians 5 7 romans 5 17 they reign in life by jesus christ if you must reign and carry this glory we are talking about there are some things you must clean out from your mental system there are some belief system you must eradicate completely otherwise you'll be a christian and yet defeated you'll be a, a christian and yet walking in bondage you'll be a christian and you will not be able to actualize all that god has ordained for you go back to second corinthians 5 3 that's where i'm verse 10 for even that which was made glorious had no glory. That is the, the, the Old Testament in this respect. Because of the glory that excelled. Now, let me, let me pause here and tell us that, beloved, the new creation or the church of Jesus Christ is a mystery in the heart of God, which God waited for a particular season to be released we are not ordinary we are not ordinary and i've said it and it bears repetition we can wear the same dress eat the same food but understand that we are not ordinary people we are supernatural beings spiritual beings we are spiritual beings if any man be in Christ is a brand new species of being that has never existed before. It's a henceforth knowing no man. Paul writes in Second Corinthians 5, 5 16. He said, From now, knowing no man, and no man there is not talking just about somebody else, even in yourself. Stop knowing yourself in the natural. 
You are not natural. You are a spirit. You have a soul. And you are living inside a body. Your body is your container. That's not who you are. Henceforth, no we, no man, including myself. I stop looking at myself from natural standpoint. After the flesh. He said, for if any man be in Christ. It's a brand new species of being. That has never existed before. We are not like any other. We are not Jews. We are not Gentiles. We are Christians. Born again. Sons and daughters of the most high God. If you believe that shout aloud amen. My God. Listen. I said the church was a secret hidden in the heart of God. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1. Give it to me in New Living Translation. Let me give them understanding. When I think of all this, I, Paul, prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the benefit of you Gentiles, assuming by the way that you know God gave me the special responsibility of extending his grace to you Gentiles. As I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mysterious plan. It was a plan in the heart of God to me. He revealed it to me. As you read what I have written, you will understand my insight into the plan regarding Christ. God did not reveal it to previous generations. But now by the Spirit, he has revealed it to his holy apostles and prophets. And this is God's plan. This is God's plan. Here it is. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news, the gospel, share equality in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. They are now new. No Jew, no Gentile. He refused them together. And made them one new creation. Somebody shout, I'm a new creation. Shout it again. By God's grace and mighty power, I've been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. Letting the world know that they are new and that the price has been paid. Though I'm the least of the deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasure available to them in Christ. endless treasure unsearchable riches there is unsearchable riches inside Christ when you think you have gotten to the limit he says take some more take some more take some more take some more I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. He kept his secret, waiting to be revealed. What is that purpose? God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display. <laughs> His wisdom in its rich variety. 
to all the unseen rulers of authorities in the heavenly places this was his eternal plan which he carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord God has made you a new creation to display his glory because you are a carrier of that glory can I hear loud amen we are to display show to the whole world what it is like in heaven because we carry heaven first hmm. corinthians 2 from verse 7 or 6 7 and 8 know the wisdom we speak no go to Go to verse 6. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of these princes of this world that come to north, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew for had they known it they would not have crucified the lord of glory don't you understand you are the problem of demonic forces i say you are the problem of demonic forces they cannot understand where you are coming from they cannot understand how you have the authority to withstand them hallelujah that's Look at what the scripture says. First Peter 1. I'm still trying to tell you that the church was a mystery in the heart of God. Until the fullness of time came. First Peter chapter 1. From verse 10 to 13. I will encourage you in your devotion. Read the entire. He was, he, Paul, uh, Peter began to speak of the salvation that we have received. He said, of which salvation the prophets because the prophets spoke about it they spoke about our salvation the old testament saints spoke about it but they didn't understand it of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you that there are a group of people that will be raised that god will not impute their sins that a new creation is coming that god will not judge them god will put them on equality basis with him and they were inquiring who are these people searching what or what manner of time the spirit of christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand that the sufferings of christ and the glory that should be followed because he was speaking about christ coming and the death and then after that the glory that will come after his resurrection listen to what they were told unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the holy ghost sent down from heaven we think the angels 
even the angels were so confused who are these people that God is treating specially who are these people that God is treating with favor who are they the glory we had is do good get good do bad get bad but that there will be a group of people that the glory they are going to have will not depend on what they do that it will depend on what Christ has done who are these people God this is not fair you dealt with us do good get good do bad get bad but this set of people you are speaking about you gave us prophetic word concerning them who are they and God said that there are people that I personally paid for their mess <laughs> you know the greatest honor you can do to God is to accept your acceptance just accept the fact that he has accepted you don't try to understand that's the greatest honor and respect who are these people because you have said that the soul that sinners shall die and you said that these ones will not die and the father said i initiated a new mat in the when i looked at the old way it was not working again and i decided to set it aside i'm bringing a new way i myself will pay the price by myself whatever they are owing i will pay it so that i will be just and justifier of those who sin i will do it legally she be the soul that sinner shall die abby i will die can i hear loud amen i will what and the devil was celebrating and clapping and clapping that's why the bible says if the princes of this world knew they would not have what crucified the lord of glory because if they are known when the lord said he would die for them he was happy he said at least that settles that somebody had died but what he did not know there was already a mechanism built into christ to resurrect to resurrect and come back to enforce our total liberation because when a will is written there must first be the death of the testator and he died and then rose and said now i will supervise the execution of the will can you now see why you cannot fail i say it is impossible for you to fail everything about you have been paid for i say it has been paid for it has been paid for it can be paid for it has been paid for you are not under any accusation you are not under any condemnation 
everything about you have been paid for you cannot be sick again you cannot be stranded again you cannot be poor again you cannot die again lift up your hand and shout hallelujah in you shout it shout it <laughs> in other words confident Christ in you is a joyful confident expectation no matter what you are experiencing be joyful that it will turn good all things work together nothing works against you I say nothing works against you nothing works against you that is why you will not die of sickness nothing works against you armed robbers will not kill you ritual killers will not kill you kidnappers will not terminate your life you will not be stranded in life you will not see shame you will not see disgrace you will not be humiliated lift up your hand and shout hallelujah put your hands on your chest and say Christ is in me one more time say it again say it again say it again and because Christ cannot fail, you cannot fail. The Bible says in Colossians 2, 9, from 6, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, walk in him. Don't walk empty. Always walk with the consciousness that you are in Christ. Have a, an encrusted mentality. As you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, walking in Him, rooted and built up in Him, established therein as you have been taught, abounding in, in it with thanksgiving. He said, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. For in Him dwelleth the fullness of Godhead bodily. And you are complete. You know what that means? When you are moving about, God's headquarters is moving. When you are driving on the road, God's headquarters is driving. You are complete in Him, who is the head of all principality and power. As a church. You need an understanding. You see, I like contrast and comparisons when studying the revelation of Christ. Because everything about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is really telling us about Christ. You will see Christ in every page of the Bible. Depending on what you are looking. He's the essence of the whole Bible. He's the message. He's the message. 
any other thing is not the message you know a lot of people are preaching but they're not preaching the gospel make sure that when you are preaching you are preaching what the gospel you can tell the story of the bible that's not the gospel yeah it's not the gospel you can tell stories how elisha manifested himself performed double portion miracle i mean that's that's good and i don't have any problem with that but that's not the gospel until it's applied to jesus if it does not have the element of the death burial and resurrection of jesus indeed you have not preached the gospel because we are not talking about man's effort we are talking about what he did through his death burial and resurrection jesus said to the church in ephesus in, in laodicea he said you are wealthy you say you are wealthy you are rich you say you are successful he said but let me tell you you are naked you say you are empty you say that you have multitudes coming to your church and your car park is fully packed and you have the best choir you have the best everything you have built this build that you say but you are naked So if you are neither hot nor cold, I spew you out of my mouth. Why am I naked? Why are you naked? He said, because you have shut me out of the door. I stand at the door and what? And knock. You are doing church, carrying out activities, but I'm not inside. You've shut me out. So there are many places where christ has been shot out and how is that because he's not being preached it is man's effort man's connection how the link you have the money you have the sacrifice you made who told you you made a sacrifice if you doubt me make a sacrifice let your sacrifice save you Bulls could not save. Ghosts could not save. Animals could not save. Until he came. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> let, me, let me show you something in the Bible. Go to Amos chapter 4 from verse 6. God was talking to rebellious people he said I've also have given you cleanness of teeth in all your cities and want of bread in all your bread places yet you have not returned unto me I starved you I starved you I'm trying to get you to see me to, to, to receive me to serve me I starved you, yet you did not return. And also, I have withheld the rain from you. Rain, talk about blessing. When there were yet three months to the harvest, and I caused it to, to rain upon one, upon one city, and caused it 
not to reign upon another city. One peace was reigned upon, and peace whereon upon it reigned not with withered. Verse 8. So two of or three cities wandered unto one city to drink water, but they were not satisfied. No prosperity. They were thirsty, but they were not satisfied. Yet have you not returned unto me? With all this punishment and giving to you, you see, punishment is not what brings people back to God. It's not what. <laughs> I'm spitting you with blessings and mildew, blasting and mildew. When your gardens and your vineyards and your fig trees and your olive trees increase, the palmer worm devoured them. Yet have you not returned unto me, said the Lord. I, I, I increased the heat of my anger against you. You still did not return. 11. 11. I've overthrown some of you as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and you were as firebrand plucked out of the burning. Yet have you not returned unto me, said the Lord. I'm doing all these things against you. You did not return. Therefore, thus will I do unto thee. O Israel, because I will do this unto thee, prepare prepare to meet thy God O Israel with all my punishments with all my harassment you did not return you know we, we have preached this message in order to challenge people to prepare to meet God Abi, you better prepare your life to meet him let me tell you the positive side god down said to them you can't help yourself i am now going to come personally to help you i will come personally i'll enter your boat and come to your level so that i can reveal myself to you everything i've done to make you see me you didn't see it you were running from me but now i will personally now visit you so that you can now receive me lift up your hand and shout hallelujah that's exactly what jesus did the bible calls jesus express image of his person brightness of his glory he came to reveal christ to us have you been god to us philip have you been all this time with me you have not known god if any man has seen me has seen god Say, I will now personally come to you because I love you so much, I don't want you to perish. Praise the Lord. I said, Praise the Lord. We must begin to understand the mystery of the church and who we are. You have to have it as a revelation. Look at you know that everything that people experienced in the old testament, all the glory they, Moses says, Show me your glory, show me your glory, show me your glory. Moses saw the mighty move of God in Israel in Egypt, the power of God was present. Yeah, signs and wonders, the whole God of 
Egypt was judged through the hands of Moses. And yet Moses came and said to God, I have still not seen your glory. Show me your glory. The signs and wonders, the blessing upon Abraham, the blessing upon Isaac and Jacob, the miracle of God, the favor upon Ruth, upon Esther, David's manifestation of glory in defeating Goliath. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. All they experienced. Daniel in the den of lion. We celebrate all these things. In Old Testament, Leviticus 19, 1 to 2. I'm just jumping. And Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation of children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be future tense, ye shall be future tense, ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, I am holy. Future tense. In other words, it does not happen. Exodus 19, 5 to 6. Exodus 19, 5 and 6. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice, condition, conditional, indeed, and keep my commandment, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all the people, for all the earth is mine. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Now look at Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3. Remember, he said they should be holy unto him. But in the New Testament, what was a promise to them had become our reality. I want you to follow me. What was a promise to them is now our word reality. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, Shake hands with somebody by you call him holy brethren. Say it again. Say it again. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Look at first Peter 2 9. First Peter 2 9. He says, But you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Verse 10. Which in time past were not a people, but now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Let me hear a loud amen. What was a promise to them is our reality in Christ. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And if it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, condition. It's conditional. It's not definite. That's what the law demands. 
That's what the old glory, old glory. Remember I told you, the glory that was fading away was glorious. But it was a glory that is not permanent. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all, not half, not one quarter, all, 100%. His commandments, which I commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Verse 2. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto thee. In other words, if you refuse to hearken, you will not be blessed. If you fail to hearken, you will not be blessed. Promise. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me finish the rest. Shout it loud. Shout it loud. Where? 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 Are you in Christ? Then I declare to you that you are blessed. I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. You are blessed. It was a promise to them, but their promise has become our reality. Galatians chapter 3 13 I'm not going to take too, too long I still have a lot to say but I just want to cut it here Galatians 3 13 Christ had past tense redeemed us brought us back from the curse of the law being made a curse for us for it is written, cause is everyone that hangs on the tree. In Deuteronomy, according to the law, somebody had to be hung on a tree to be caused. And Jesus was hung on the tree. Why did he die on the tree? Why didn't they just stone him? Because if he failed to die on the tree, listen, his blood that he shed was meant to cleanse our sins, past, present, and future. Our sins, all our sins. All our sins, all our sins have been dealt with. You have been delivered from sin. I say you are delivered from sin. Your behavior can never change until you accept that fact. Until you accept that reality. That you have been delivered. And so, hanging on the tree is what deployed his blessing. Shedding his blood saved you from sin but hanging on the tree he had to hang on the tree that what for what reason that the blessing of abraham will come on the gentiles through jesus christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith for the new creation everything we receive is because of christ did you hear that everything you receive is because of christ it's not because you qualified it's not because you went to school it's not because you paid any price it's not because you fasted it's not because you gave 
it's not because you are regular in church it's not because you are a tighter it's not because pastor loves you no it is based on christ that's why the bible says whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it in the name of jesus you must understand that he has redeemed us he has redeemed us he has redeemed us he has redeemed us look at acts chapter 13 32 and 33 and we declare unto you glad tidings how that the promise which was made unto the fathers look at that the promise was made unto our fathers in the old testament that was a glory that is fading away the promise was made to them now to us god has fulfilled the same unto us their children in that he had raised up jesus again as is also written in the second psalm thou art my son this day have i begotten thee can i hear loud amen second timothy chapter one verses nine and ten who has saved us and called us with an holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in christ jesus before the world began ever before you showed up god has already packaged everything and hid it in his heart concerning the church the new creation before the world began god packaged it and put it in himself but look at what happened in verse 10 but it's now that thing he put inside him and and hid it there but now is made manifest how by the appearing of our savior jesus christ who had abolished death and had brought life and immortality to light how through the gospel through the gospel through the gospel and who are those who preach the gospel verse 11 where unto i'm appointed as a preacher an apostle and a teacher that's why we preach if you don't preach the gospel will not be heard if you don't preach they come here and they can't believe if you don't tell them that their sins have been forgiven the only thing that sends anyone to hell is refusing jesus let me say it loud and clear what will send anyone to hell is because you refused jesus You are a drunkard it won't send you to hell you're a fornicator it won't send you to hell is it right no you are a rogue that's not what will send you to hell you're an adulterer it won't send you to hell are they right no why would he not send you to hell because those sins have been paid for by jesus christ 
And if you fail to accept the price he paid, that's what will send you to hell. Put your hands together for the Lord. Did you hear what I said? If you fail, I have prepared the table before you. The napkin is ready. Your fork is there. Your plate is there. You have a position on the table. You have invitation. And you say, I won't go. You won't blame the person who prepared the table. Because he has already provided for you. The only reason you are hungry is because you refuse to accept the invitation. Can I hear loud amen? So, you know why people are not following you to church? Because you are always telling them. You are a fornicator. Go and stop fornicating. How can, he, how can somebody who is a sinner stop fornicating? Sinners sin. Did you hear what I said? If a sinner does not sin, I will be surprised. Go and shave your hair first before we know you are saved. He will tell you he will not save, shave his hair because you have put condition on it. And God did not put the condition. He said, Whosoever calls upon his name shall not be ashamed. Whosoever. If you go out there in, in Shoshodi and tell them your sins are forgiven and not stop stealing, stop drinking alcohol, you must stop going to native doctor. Then come, let's go to serve Jesus. They already, you are not telling them something new. You are telling them what they already know. But when you tell them you are forgiven, that's a good news. Many of us have made ourselves Holy Ghost. You police every person that comes to church. You did not invite them. Some of them came on their own. And now you, now you are now trying to police them and pilot them. And then they will stop coming after coming once. Because what you have done, you become police. There is no one of us that can save any person. If the Holy Ghost does not save that person, you can't save him. And it is through the preaching of the gospel. Not preaching your agenda or your thought. The gospel. What is the gospel? That your price has been paid. Can I hear loud amen? Let me come for a landing now. Hebrew 11. From verse 32. The book of Hebrew, Paul was, is what we call the hall of faith. Where we have all the saints of old, the miracles that they did. 
the power of God that moved on their behalf and many of us will, will really desire to see such experiences how many of you would like to, to, to shut the mouth of the lion let me see your hand up how many of you would like to quench the violence of fire let me see your hands up oh yes the bible says so and what shall I must say for the time will fail me to tell of Gideon Gideon who blew the trumpet and the whole city followed him and of Barak and of Samson who carried the iron gate and threw it away and used the jawbone of an ass and killed 1,000 Philistines and of Jephthah who silenced the enemy and of David who humiliated the, uh, Goliath and Samuel the first prophet that prophesied about Jesus and go on who through faith they subdue kingdoms wrought righteousness obtain promises stop the mouths of lions quench the violence of fire escape the edge of the sword out of weakness were made strong wax valiant in fight turn to flight the armies of aliens women received their dead race to life again and others who were tortured not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection and others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings yea moreover of bonds and imprisonments they were stoned and they were sun asunder were tempted were slain with the sword they were wandered about the sheepskin and goatskin being destitute afflicted tormented of whom the world was not worthy they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth and these all with all this having obtained a good report through faith help me read the rest And haven't provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect hear this i'm trying to show you the power that you wield that you don't even know you know that all these things they did reverend chuka all those things they did it was based on promise It was based on promise. It was not based on reality. All those wonderful things I've just read for you that they did, shaking kingdoms, it was based on ordinary promise. Based on the promise. Messiah. If these people could do those things, I'm talking about walking in glory. If these people could do those things based on it was a promissory note, how much more you that have the real thing now? Your own is not promissory note. You have the real thing. And that is Jesus Christ in you.
Promissory roads produce those things. What's wrong with us? Promissory notes silence the voice of the enemy. How much more now that you are in Christ? If any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. All things, all weakness, all the shortcoming, all disappointments, all failure, all fear, all delays have passed away. You are unstoppable and you don't know it. <laughs> the greater one lives in you greater than he that's in the world whatsoever is born of God overcome the world the victory that overcomes the world is our faith as stand here with the prophetic voice and declare to you by the authority of heaven out of this conference go back home and build that mansion go and take that city go and take that city go and possess that land in a name that is above every name your land will answer to you your voice will not be silenced greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world you are already a carrier of glory a glory that excels a glory that is excelling a glory that is excellent a glory that is powerful you are a carrier of this glory you are not going to carry it you are already carrying it and so go and buy that car go and marry your husband and I declare unto you Abuja will submit to you Owere will submit to you Wari will submit to you Potakot will submit to you Abba will submit to you yes it will submit to you Joss will submit to you Festak will submit to you Dokmemu will submit to you Ikeja will submit to you Akoka will submit to you Opanikoro will submit to you Abekuda will submit to you Akure will submit to you Lift up your hand and shout hallelujah If promise Not If ordinary promissory note made them succeed, it's an aberration for us who have the real thing. You know why we are failing? You want to understand the mechanics. But let me tell you what God told me. Leave this conference go and do something big you will no more do small things
the reason you are doing small things is because you think it's you doing it. Go and... Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.